The Scoop Podcast is brought to you by Ostara, the producers of Crystal Green Fertilizer. Don't let your crops get hangry. Put them in control of their nutrient uptake. Learn more at crystalgreen.com. And welcome to the Scoop Podcast. I'm editor of the Scoop, Margie Echelkamp. Today on the program, we have Joe Ricard. He is a crop protection product manager at Winfield United. Joe, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Very, very well to be here with you today, Margie. Awesome. So you are based in Beloit, Ohio. And again, your title is crop protection product manager. So tell us a little bit about your role and what you do there at Winfield United. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks again for having me on here today. Uh, my role here within Winfield United changed about oh, about 18 months ago. And prior to that, I was a regional agronomist uh, for them. So that's really kind of my my trade of business here is agronomy back, uh, back to my roots there itself. Um, what I do currently now is I work on a team of about six of us here that cover the U.S. Uh, that are, have our crop protection product manager role. And we each have kind of our own specific uh, niche that we have uh, that we help support in the business for Winfield. Um, my point or what I run point on is seed care products and our biological products or biological offerings that we help uh, distribute. I also help support as kind of the second in command with our PNP lineup and uh, some of our uh, HIF products that we have or our herbicides, insecticides, and fungicide products, but still doing a lot of answering of those agronomy questions for the uh, region that I cover. Oh, that's excellent. And it's so fascinating. You took this new role 18 months ago when for so much of the country, we were still really coming out of COVID. So tell me a little bit about your approach to training and outreach in your role. How much is virtual? How much is in person? How has that changed? Yeah, with the uh, with the kind of restructure that Winfield has gone through, this was kind of a different avenue that we went down as a business here itself. And COVID, as you well know, has kind of changed the whole landscape of what we do and how we interact. I mean, we're on Zoom right now talking with, with your podcast right now. That's one of the pieces along with Teams, Microsoft Teams, that's really kind of evolved the training model a little bit and how we train, how we can get to some individuals. I mean, for that year of the lockdown that we had, I mean, Zoom or Teams was pretty much the platform that we had to go through in, in order to even reach or or talk to anybody uh, because we couldn't meet face to face with some of the shutdown stuff. So it has kind of evolved, I, I think, and it's kind of come full circle to over the last 24 months. I think that a lot of sellers that we work with, growers, customers, they still, this is still a personal personal business and a face-to-face -face business that growers want to see somebody and talk and shake hands and even sellers that we work with. So, I mean, I think it's evolved and come full circle, but the, to say that the Teams or the Zoom platform is is going away, is not going away. It's just part of the business that we have, have right now. Yeah. So for my understanding, how many Winfield United retail owners and businesses do you interact with in your role? Uh, that is a great question. And I don't know if I can put exactly an exact number, but I can give you the locations kind of where I uh, travel from and go to yeah. and, and really help out with the, the business sector that I work with is kind of two business within two business units within Winfield United. So, so I kind of uh, joke with everybody is I cover everything from Illinois 
to Maine and from Michigan to the Mason Dixon line is pretty much my geography that I cover with. So yeah. you're up in that kind of corner and quadrant. Yeah. There yeah, you go. Still part of that uh, Midwestern kind of corn belt edge of that area. And then kind of in the Eastern kind of specialty market areas too. Yeah. So Joe, how did you get into ag retail? You know, you talk about how your really roots are in agronomy. What other roles have you had? So uh, prior to uh, coming to Winfield here over a decade ago, I've been with Winfield probably about a dozen years now. Prior to that, I worked in um, with Syngenta Seeds and their Golden Harvest brand selling seed in uh, Illinois, Indiana market. And I came to them right out of uh, right out of my undergrad. And then while I was working with them, uh, saw that kind of area of the business, you know, uh, kind of a kid growing up on a dairy farm here in Northeast Ohio, and you see big agriculture now in, in Illinois and Indiana, it's really, really eye-opening. And like, wow, I didn't know you could do all this different stuff. And that's when I decided I, I started working with an agronomist when I was with the seed division. And it's like, man, that's something I want to do. I want to be a problem solver at the end of the day. And ended up, and that was kind of really my passion, what led me back to going back to school to get my master's at the U of I. And uh, did that while I was working with Syngenta. And uh, now kind of uh, the rest is history as we go forward and kind of got the, the rest of this underneath my belt here itself. Yeah. So you said to your product focus is really spanning seed care and biologicals. I want to tease out both of those and the trends you're seeing, but maybe let's just start with seed care. Uh, so you're really talking about seed treatments. What What's the buzz? What are folks missing? What are the misconceptions that you're setting straight? All of the above, Joe. Yeah. So on seed care, it's it's, it's really kind of a wide open, open piece. And I mean, when you say seed care to somebody and it's like, okay, or you're talking to a grower and yeah, my beans are treated, you know, for lack of a better term, it's like, okay, let's dig a little deeper now and say, what are they treated with? And is it a fungicide? Is it an insecticide? And those are the things that we really get into with the different actives, just like in herbicides. Well, what are we trying to combat against as certain soil-borne pathogens, other things of that nature uh, that we're looking at? And within, within Winfield here, I was... Uh, had a good opportunity uh, with the start of this role here. We launched our new Warden CX2 uh, product that we had, which is uh, very kind of what I call the Cadillac of seed treatments, fungicide, insecticide, multiple modes of action that we look at within that group. And then I've got another one of my counterparts that works up in the Dakotas, you know, because there's all agronomy is local, all agronomy is local. So we look at, you know, hey, man, what are you seeing up in, in your area in the Dakotas and for the wheat market that you have? How and what do we need to change there on some things like that? So trying to evaluate a whole bunch of different things as, as we go forward there itself. I mean, that's that's some of the key stuff, I mean, that we look at on on seed treatments there. Yeah, excellent. And then biologicals. So, I mean, it's a buzzword. A lot of folks talk about it. Um, you know, we try to do a lot of service journalism on our front, whether it be farmer focused or retailer focused to help even with the definition of the category and the products they're within. So what trends are you seeing in biologicals? Yeah, this is kind of the the wild west or kind of the pioneering frontier here of agriculture right now. I mean, kind of really an unregulated part of the market, for lack of a better term. I mean, there's not a whole lot of... Uh, 
things that you can really regulate in some of these areas, I guess, instead of having EPA approval on some products, there is what I get, I mean, unregulated. Uh, again, another one of my counterparts that's in uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin, him and I work together. And we actually put together here this last year kind of definitions exactly on what you're talking about as sort of, you know, you get the buzzword of biologicals, right? And it kind of lumps everything into this one bucket. But really, there are different, is it a biological or a living organism? And then you got biostimulants. So they may be extracts of uh, those living organisms, but they're, they're not alive right now. Then you've got PGRs or plant growth regulators that can kind of fit into that mix. And then you have subcategories of those itself that you can kind of lump into. So we've done a really good job, I think, within Winfield United and our team to kind of put together almost that biological directory is what we term it as and kind of pinpoint or uh, pigeonhole some of those products that come down as far as subcategorizing them as we go forward. Yeah, excellent. So we are going to be right back after this commercial break with Joe Ricard, but I'm Margie Echelkamp with the Scoot Podcast, and we'll be right back. For today's industry spotlight, we have Chief Technology Officer at Ostara, Aaron Waltz. Aaron, tell us about Crystal Green. Absolutely, Margie. Thank you. Ostara produces a high-efficiency phosphate fertilizer, Crystal Green, with an analysis of 528O with 10% magnesium that allows phosphorus to be available all season long when crops needed. Crystal Green keeps crops satisfied with nutrients, phosphorus, magnesium, and nitrogen through critical phases of development throughout the season. We just started a campaign, don't let your crops get hangry. Crystal Green does just that feeding the crops season long so they don't get hangry. What makes Crystal Green so unique and efficient is the solubility of the fertilizer. Crystal Green is primarily not water soluble. Rather, Crystal Green responds to crop demand by releasing nutrients as plants exude organic acids. It's this unique solubility that allows Crystal Green to feed the crop when crops demand it and dramatically reduces phosphorus nutrient loss due to soil tie-up, runoff, and leaching. It's this solubility difference that lends the efficiency to Crystal Green Fertilizer. And Aaron, what do you want every ag retailer to know about Crystal Green? I want every ag retailer to know that Crystal Green is the most efficient phosphate fertilizer on the market, and I don't want any of them to let any of their growers' crops get hangry. So if folks want to learn more about Crystal Green or connect with the team at Ostara, where can they find you? Absolutely. They can visit us online at ostara.com or they can email info at ostara.com. Excellent. That is Aaron Waltz. He is the Chief Technology Officer at Ostara. And we're back on the Scoop podcast. I'm editor of the Scoop, Margie Echelkamp, joined by Joe Ricard. He is a crop protection product manager at Winfield United based out of Beloit, Ohio. And Joe, I have to ask, what's the favorite part of your job? The favorite part of the best part of my job um, is, is just working. It's, it's something new. It's something different every day, working with those growers. Like I said uh, at the beginning, you know, I kind of, I'm one of those guys that, uh, 
as a problem solver at the end of the day, or kind of what I like to be, if there's, Hey, I, I'm not sure what the, what's going on here. Or how do we figure this out? I'll figure it out. We'll figure something out. We'll get it done. So that's kind of probably the, one of the best parts is just problem solving and what's going on. Yep. And no two days are the same. That's exactly right. <laughs> so congratulations are in order because you are part of our 40 under 40 awardees. So congratulations. And Thank you. I, really love having you folks come on the podcast because my favorite question to ask is what words would you share with somebody who's in the early chapters of their career in ag retail? Yeah, I think when I think a decade or so ago when I was just kind of getting started in this, you know, commercialization of agriculture and this business and stuff, it was more of uh just getting involved, learning as much as I could, keeping my ears open on on things and uh, traveling around to different places to really see how and what agriculture is different in, in areas. Because what, what we've done or what we do in Northeast Ohio here is completely different than what they do in Central Illinois, uh, for lack of a better term on cultivation practices, things of that nature as uh, cultural practices as you go through. Uh, there and look. So just just be a student of the game and never stop uh, never stop wanting to learn about new things. Excellent. So one last question for you before we go to a little bit of a lightning round. But in your position, what does the summer look like for you? I mean, how how easily is it is is it to get a hold of folks? I mean, obviously we are in a selling time of year and confirming what products are going where. So what does the next three months hold for you? Yeah, it's funny you should ask that, Marty, because I ended up and I just got off the phone with one of my uh, counterparts before uh, we started this podcast here. And we were just like, man, the last two weeks have just been crazy with phone calls just coming in from retail sellers and growers, things of that nature. Hey, uh, it's getting dry. We're, we're kind of going through a drought here in the Midwest right now. The last two weeks have finished up planting. Things are somewhat coming out of the ground here right now. So I just think uh, a flood of calls are going to be continuing to come in over the next, you know, couple weeks for sure. And even the next couple months, as far as what should we do for managing this crop? How and what are things that I can do to end up and keep my foot on the gas to, to keep driving for extra yield or pretending to maintain the yield uh, that we have if we're going to end up and keep dry weather here? Yeah, well, I so appreciate you sharing that positive sentiment because I know when things and they are indeed dry. So yeah. hopefully we'll get some rain and the positive sentiment will continue. <laughs> Let's okay. Hope. Joe, I like to wrap up every podcast with three, perhaps more lightning round questions, right? So you can answer from the personal or professional side of your brain. Uh, but my first one is what is your most used app on your phone? My most used app. That, uh, that's a great question. And I would probably have to say the Concur Expense app that we have uh, on on our phone uh, for business because I travel quite a bit in this role here, kind of uh, looking up hotels and places I need to stay at and stuff. So that's probably the most used app app that I have on my phone. That's an honest answer from a Roy a road warrior. So Joe, what what keeps you up at night? What keeps me up at night? J uh, there's a lot of stuff, I guess, but the one thing that most keeps me up is what, what do we got going on the next day? What do we need to do? How do we keep a step ahead uh, of things and just trying to evolve 
uh, as we're going forward and what what do I need to do next as I think forward on the next day or next week's uh, uh, ahead there. So. Yeah. Excellent. So we've alluded to this a couple of times in our conversation, but we kind of mark years by our conditions or by whatever agronomic challenges really stand out. So if you could think ahead, when we think back on 2023, what do you think we'll be talking about? Yeah, great question. Ask me in another three months here. Let's revisit. No, this is my crystal ball question. I want your answer yeah. today. <laughs> right, right. And if if I was if I could tell you that answer, I wouldn't be an agronomist or a crop protection product manager. We'd be doing something different. But no, uh, you know how when we look back on trends, and that's what we can go back for. I just heard uh, heard a news report here within the last couple of days that this year and what we're looking at for the month of May, especially in my end of the world is kind of shaping up to be temperature wise moisture wise like the year of 1988 which some don't remember or very little do remember but that was kind of the first drought that uh we can kind of categorize on from some things as you know back almost 40 years ago here 35 40 years ago but then we kind of culminate to okay what would be more something more present which maybe some of the younger individuals in ag can remember and not too long ago there, about 11 years ago within uh, 2012, when we had the drought there, with the El Nino kind of coming on here in the Pacific, that's really what is shaping up to be as I look at trends and kind of think about things right now. So um, I know it's kind of a lightning round, but to give you the kind of the, the piece here that I'm looking at to tie back into your other questions that you had is when I think about things and what growers did to end up and maintain yields or preserve yields. We kept our foot on the gas. We sprayed those fungicides. We sprayed those stress mitigating products there that we had. And at the end of the day, when, when it was time to roll the combine through the field, they reaped it and put it back in the bin. Yeah. No. Excellent. Joe, it has been so great having you on the podcast. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for your time. I appreciate it, Marty. Excellent. So that is Joe Ricard. He's a crop protection product manager at Winfield United. I'm Margie Eckelkamp with The Scoop. If you want to connect with us on Twitter, you can find us at Farmers Advisor. You can also find all the latest from The Scoop on www.thedailyscoop.com. For folks who have listened to this on the web, please find us on your podcast app and click subscribe. But until next time, I wish everybody a safe and productive season. There's nothing worse than being hangry. You're irritable, starving, and not pleasant to be around. A trip to the fridge can usually solve it for you. But what happens when your crops get hangry? With Crystal Green, you don't have to find out. Crystal Green is a granular fertilizer that releases phosphorus, nitrogen, and magnesium based on crop demand. This on-demand access helps maximize yield and eliminates the concern of nutrient loss to soil tie-up, runoff, and leaching. Don't let your crops get hangry. Visit crystalgreen.com to learn more.